I invite you to have a seat as we dive into God's Word just a little bit and talk about blessing the world around us. And so for the last three weeks, we have been diving into our model of discipleship here at St. Michael. And our mission statement is connecting people to Jesus. And this model helps us understand how we do that. And so we've talked about becoming more connected to Jesus. You see, it all starts with being covered by his grace. We know that we're not perfect and we don't get it right all the time. And and from the time that we're born, uh, we have sin in our lives. And so we need him and he covers us with grace. And in that, we, we yearn to know more. We yearn to be more connected to him. And last week, we talked about finding belonging in the body of believers. You know, we're all in this together. And so as we look around this room, or if you're online watching and you see names and people, you know that you are connected. You are brothers and sisters in Christ. And that matters because we can encourage and support one another. And so as we look at those facets, what is it that God is asking us to do with those connections and those relationships? I think that's to build more relationships and to connect others into that grace that we know. And so we read passages like Matthew 28, 19. Go and make disciples. That term go for a long time has been a global peace. It is go way over there to Liberia and make disciples. And that gets some of us to hearts rapidly going and sweat coming down because that's not who we are. And I think when we get into that point and we hear Jesus' words in that nature, we come up with a little bit of a lack of trust. You see, God uses us in a variety of different ways, and we know some people who have been called into those realms of going overseas and blessing the world in mighty ways. We have a few people here with us that are—that's on their heart, and that is amazing. But for most of us, we sit here and we say, well, that's good for them, but God can't really use me. He's going to just use them where, where they go and where they're sent. I think that's not the case. I think God uses you where you are. And so it is a global thing because God wants to redeem his people. His mission is to redeem all of creation. But he uses us where we're at. So it's a local thing, and it doesn't necessarily look like Liberia. It looks a little bit more like I'm going to the ballpark, right? Because that's where we are. We're here in Fort Wayne, and our relationships that we've built are more often than not sitting across the table with us here in our community. And so what does that mean for us? 
How do we, how do we look at that and say, okay, God, what, what about us? Where do we fit into this picture? And so as we look at the scriptures, we don't just see God say, or Jesus say, go and make disciples. He gives us a way forward in that. As he's talking to his disciples in Acts 1, he, he tells them, you're, you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and all, to the ends of the earth. Well, he starts really locally. Jerusalem is what they knew. That's where the upper room was. That's where his disciples were hanging out, and they were eating with people, and they were connecting with people in Jerusalem. But he gives them a way forward in it by saying, you'll be my witnesses. You see this term witnesses, is, it's, it's forensic, right? It's, it has to do with kind of how we see the world around us. And so we're all witnesses to the grace of God because we've been connected to it through our baptism. So you have something to share with the world around you. Now, God's not asking all of us to go on the corner of Getz and Illinois and get a loudspeaker and be a street preacher. But what he is saying is you have something to share and you have people to share it with. You have something to share and some people to share it with. How are you doing? I think so often we get to that point and we, we lose focus and we don't know what to say or we don't know who the people are in our lives who we could speak into. And so one of the tools that I use is this idea of a person of peace. And this is someone that leans into your stories. It's someone who you're having coffee with and you share a story about uh, not getting along with your kids. But then forgiveness was given and they want to know a little bit more. What does that look like? It's someone at work who's burnt out, who's lost all hope. And you share just a word of hope and encouragement with. And they begin to lean in and say, well, what does that actually look like for you? I was just speaking with someone who at work over a cup of coffee shared that they were struggling with a little bit of depression. Five co-workers within an hour had said, hey, I heard you say that. Me too. They're pressing in. They want to know about the hope he has for tomorrow because they're not feeling it. We have relationships all around us. You're sitting next to people you have relationships with, but you also have them at work, as you get coffee, as you go grocery shopping, as you invite people into your life, as you go to the ballpark. You're connecting with people in different ways, and some of those people will lean in 
and want to know more about your stories, that is a time you have to be a witness to the grace you know, the grace that you're covered with. Now, don't hear me saying that this happens in a matter of minutes. I've been sitting at tables at the same restaurant for five years now, and it has taken me that long to actually get to a point to build trust and speak into some of the lives of the people there. You see, it, it takes relationship. It takes trust, but it's worth it. It is worth connecting people into that grace that we know. As we look at the world around us, who is in your life that's leaning in just a little bit? Who's asking you to share a little bit more of your story? Oftentimes that, that, that person asks the question and we miss it because we're going forward so fast in our lives that we aren't intentional about hearing that little question of pressing in. My hope is that this week you have an opportunity to, to slow down just a little bit, to hear the people around you and see who it is that's pressing into your life, who wants to know a little bit more so that you can share the grace that covers you with them. In this all, we are blessed. Right? If I was to ask you to take out a piece of paper and write down all the blessings that you can think of in your life, I'm going to guess that many of us would be able to fill that piece of paper. My hope is that at the top of that, it says, I'm a child of God. Because in that blessing flows so much other blessings. There, there's so much there. And in that, being a child of God, we're covered in that grace, and it, it helps us sh so that we can be a blessing to the world around us. We can be in those conversations. We can be in those places. We can be that witness for who Jesus is in our life and connect people to him. Discipleship is not necessarily a stair-step ladder kind of thing where we, we make it on one rung and we go to the next and then we go to the next and we might fall and we might come back. But it's about relationships. It's about being connected to Jesus because he connected into our lives. It's about belonging to the body of believers so we know that there is brothers and sisters in Christ that are sitting alongside us and maybe not just here in the space, but throughout the world. And we can get encouragement and support from that. And it's also about being intentional about sharing your story with the world around you. So that you can connect people to Jesus. And, and, and then they come into this family and they learn more and they connect and God uses us to be his hands and feet to the world. We are blessed to be a blessing. 
as we go through this next year, you're going to be hearing from different people in different places and different times about this model of discipleship, about how we connect people to Jesus by becoming, belonging, and blessing. And so my hope is that over these last three weeks, we've given some common language. We've given some way forward for us to start talking about this as a community and as a, a, a body of believers here in this place and space and through our stream, that as we begin to talk about it, we begin to grow in it. You know, one of the scriptures that we read this morning, Ephesians, from Ephesians, was the same one we started with three weeks ago, because it's all about being rooted in Jesus' love. Rooted and established in Christ's love, we move forward following him wherever he takes us and into the lives that he brings our way so that we can be that witness for him and connect people to his love, his forgiveness that bring us a hope for tomorrow. Amen? One of the things about being connected to Jesus is, is being able to have a common language to speak of that connection that we have with him. And so we do that through our creeds. And so in the first century, the church was moving forward and being connected to Jesus. And as they did, they, they came up with the Apostles' Creed to help us know what it is that we can simply share with people. We can be that witness to people. And so we continue that tradition today in these words from the first century. And I invite you to stand as we speak together the Apostles' Creed.